so vain I'm pretty sure this song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Oh, today is uh, August, Tuesday, August 4th 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of the medium-sized show called This Joe Batanz, show where I delve into the personal thoughts, the personal ambitions, and the personal prohibitions of one Joe Batanz. All happening right here on This Joe Batanz, right here on Afterthought Media. said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz and I am the host of the show called This Joe Batanz. It'd be really weird if it was hosted by somebody else. And like I said, also at the top of the show, today is Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. It's the last show of the week for me. Tomorrow's my weekend. Yeah. Where I just talk in the phone to people all day. Tomorrow's a big one, actually, because... I had to move a Tuesday tomorrow. I had to move a Thursday to tomorrow. So tomorrow is the fuck. Tomorrow is really fucking just talking all day long. I wonder if there's anybody I can cancel on. That'd be fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, not much to say today. I'll be honest with you. Not much has happened. The one semi-interesting thing is yesterday. I, my family and I made an Instacart order, uh, for Costco. And one of the things I love at Costco, and this is a weird thing that I don't understand why it's affected by coronavirus. One of the things I love at Costco is they have some pretty fantastic muffins. And they have about four or five kinds. I know they have blueberry. I know they have um, chocolate. We'll hear why I know this in a second. But they also have a poppy seed. And they have a banana nut. I feel there's an orange one, too. It could be wrong. I don't like that one. But I like the banana nut. I like the poppy seed. And I guess I'm okay with the blueberry. I like other blueberry muffins better. I should have just made my own fucking blueberry muffin. But anyway. The point is, um, I was like, you know what? Because the, the, here's another thing. The Costco muffins freeze really well. You can buy them and freeze them, and you just pop in the microwave for, I think it's like a minute. I figured out the perfect time for my microwave. I think it was around a minute. It might have even been like 45 seconds or 50. It was like, I remember it was a random number. I don't think it was an even minute. I feel it was like 50 seconds or something like that. And you pop it in for that amount of time, and it's just perfect. It's warm. Oh, my God. So good. Well, on Instacart, you can only get a six-pack with half chocolate, half blueberry. No, chocolate's disgusting. So we didn't get it. I was like, I bet you they have the normal ones at Costco. So today, Lori was telling me she was going on her, uh, you know, weekly buy 300 things Costco run. And I said, hey, listen, when you're there, 
see if they have those muffins. And if they do, this is what I want, uh, pick me up some. She texts me back and she says they only have blueberry and chocolate, but you can actually buy them separately. So you don't have to buy the, the, the combo. So she bought a couple of packs of uh, blueberry for me and I went to my, her house and I picked them up. Once again, using social distancing, I didn't see her at all. She left them on this brick wall in front of her kitchen. And uh, I went there. I was actually, t- what's funny, it was, a, it was a very afterthought afternoon because uh, I was on the phone with Taylor, the latte boy, when I went to go pick up the blueberry. So I was actually, I was actually on the phone with Taylor as I was picking up the muffin from Lori's front yard. And um, whatever. And I paid her on Venmo and that was that. Well, uh, my mom was like, well, do they have the Lysol spray? Well, this is when they were at Costco. And Lori looked and they didn't have the Lysol spray. And Lori was like, I'm going to go tomorrow to a different Costco. It's a whole story because she can only get one paper product a day or something like that, right? So she said, I'll look for, that's tomorrow, Wednesday. I'll look for Lysol spray. Well, anyway, Lori just called me. She saw that they had Lysol disinfectant spray on Amazon Prime now. So she ordered it, but she's only limited to one. So she ordered it and it came. And so I'm just going to go pick it up tomorrow. So she already got an Amazon Prime now. So go Lori. Anyway, uh, that's the one exciting. That was the most exciting thing that happened to me today. For the most part, I uh, uh, took care of business. I did record an episode of a podcast with Lori today. That'll be dropping on Thursday. And uh, that was my work for today and emailing people and talking to State of Bree about things, you know, the state of talking to State of Bree about the state of me. And uh, that was my day to call, you know, emailing people about afterthought stuff. It's just like little work stuff. It wasn't anything big. One of the things I promised you guys was like, oh, I have topics to talk about. If there's a day we don't have anything to talk about, and this is one of them. I was thinking, oh, it might be kind of fun to choose a friend and talk about my history with that friend, you know? And, uh... I don't know why. Today I decided to talk about my friend Mercedes, who comes up in conversation all the time. There aren't many stories with her in it, but she's usually around or a witness to stories. And I was like, I don't know why. I was like, I think I want to tell my Mercedes stories. And anytime that I'm kind of slow in the stories, we can introduce a new, you can get an in-depth look at a character from the world of Joe Batanz. And for some reason, Mercedes was the first one to pop to mind. So Mercedes and I met in junior high. Okay. Oh, no, no. In Catholic school. I was in It was a junior high age. But uh, we were. I, I transferred. Okay. I went to. For the first. Through. First through sixth grade. I went to school. In East LA. And I had an accent. Like I was like. If there's like. Move, there's like videos of me. Where I'm like. Hello, my name is Joey Betance, and I live in the fourth grade, and I am a Cub Scout, and I want to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay, everyone, I pledge allegiance to the flag. And so, um, but what happened was my parents moved to the city with the exact house I'm in right now when I was about 12. And um, 
And then my best friend, who we'll have, we'll have to do stories about him one day too, at the time in, in East L.A. was this kid, Adam De La Pena, which I think I've talked about him on the show before. And Adam De La Pena, um, he moved to Orange County and to a city called Brea, which is the next city over from where I live. And uh, his what, oh, here's a weird coincidence with Adam De La Pena. I know this isn't – you know what's really smart is I should have just gone from my old – the friend I've had the longest – because then I would, I wanted to explain all these characters because Adam Delapena now is a whole thing. For the Adam Delapena episode, keep this in mind. Uh, in a weird stretch of coincidence, Adam Delapena and I became friends at this grade school. He transferred in at like fourth grade or fifth grade, but we became friends when he went to this, my same grade school in East LA. In a weird coincidence, his parents, his mom and his dad, had grown up with my mom on the same street. So they were childhood sweethearts and they grew up on the same street and and they used to hang out with my mom. They're my mom's age. So they were childhood friends and now we were, now we were friends and I could do many episodes in Adam Della Pena and we will one day. Right. But for this point, so Adam Della Pena's mom who knew my mom from growing up said, well, you know, we've moved to the next city over from you and Adam is going to go be going to this private Catholic school there. You should transfer Joey to that school. So we did. We transferred to that school. And it was a, it was a culture shock because, uh, I had only, I don't think I'd ever met a white person. Maybe, I, oh no, there was a white kid in the class at East LA. I don't know what, what he was doing there. Um, but uh, and he had a he had like a, such a white person's name. His name was Kevin Stenchfield. What a horrible name, right? Kevin Stenchfield. I always remember his name. And actually, we were friends. Kevin and I and this guy Ralph Pena. It's a whole other story. Got we got this Joe Batance is going to be rife with childhood stories. So um, he was the only white person I ever met. And then I went to the school where I was like Adam De La Pena and I were the only Mexican kids in the class, right? And a couple of other like Filipino kids and one black girl. Everybody else was white. So it was like, it was like this weird exposure to white people that I got all of a sudden at 12. And uh, thank God I had a friend there. So Adam and I were sort of the class comedians immediately. But one of the things I did, and which is so funny because I know my own personality, which is I, I find it sh- shocking that I did this now. So I get there. I'm a new kid in the seventh grade. The new kid. And I decide to run for school treasurer like a weekend, a week, you know, they have the elections a week into school. And I decide I'm going to um, run for um, uh, um, school treasurer. I lost to Claire Climico, by the way, who we, we later became really good friends. But what happens is because and the story I'm telling you is actually a story I probably wouldn't remember. But Mercedes loves to tell our meet cute story. Mercedes was in the class below me. OK, so I was in seventh. She was in sixth grade. And she always thought it was uh, so brave of me to be a new kid at the school and run for school treasurer. And she said my speech was funny. I have no memory of my speech. But she said my speech was funny and she thought I was really brave. And so she voted for me. And she likes to say that I got three votes. Um, her, my brother, and me. 
Okay. And, uh, and that's, that's the first time I ever encountered. Now, the weird thing is that, uh, uh, hold on. I got to respond to this message. Text message here. Hold please on podcast. This person's like, what are you, why are you not responding? Um, and, uh, so anyway, so, so, uh, now what's funny is, uh, I think I've talked about this before. I actually had a girlfriend at this new school. Okay. Uh, it didn't happen immediately when I got there, but we admission, we became friends right away and her name was Michelle. Okay. And Michelle did not like this girl in sixth grade. She, and by the way, she's, oh, I have a reason for her. Not, I've got listen to this. She did not like this girl. Named Nina McEntee. Hold, please. Hold. We're going to come back to Nina McEntee. And because Michelle didn't like Nina McEntee, I didn't like Nina McEntee. And because we didn't like Nina McEntee, we didn't like any of Nina McEntee's friends, which included Mercedes. Okay? Those friends included Mercedes. So actually... In when my time at St. Angela's and Mercedes likes to bring this up too, that she liked me, but I didn't like her because she was friends with Nina McEntee. Now I'm going to leave Nina McEntee behind, but let me tell you this. I never liked this Nina McEntee. I think she's fake. I've always, I've always never liked her. There, the, look, the, there were no good reasons for disliking Mercedes, but there were plenty of good reasons for not liking Nina McEntee. I just didn't like her. Didn't like her. She was snotty, obnoxious. Right. Her dad owned, still owns like a major, like, um, I guess you would call it a production company or something like that. What they do is they book, uh, like old timey, like oldies, but goodies acts in carnivals and fairs and state fairs and, uh, you know, county fairs and all that. So that's, again, I could do a whole episode on that, but we had our school had, I'm not even fucking joking, the most badass school carnivals because he would book them. Right. So we literally had like, um, like you name these big acts from the sixties. We had them like literally, I'd have to go through the list, but it was crazy. Like men at work performed at our school. Um, it was only like oldies bands, right? Um, I have to go through the list of the people. It was, it was, it was crazy. Like definitely people you've heard of, like very famous, um, performed there. And, uh, but anyway, so at the carnival, because he booked it, he'd also booked Nina to sing. Ugh, it was so obnoxious. It was so gross. I didn't like her. I don't like her. Well, anyway, here's the twist to the Nina McEntee story. Remember, remember this. Mercedes is right now a crazy, not crazy. She's very, very left. In fact, right now she's organizing. Oh, you know, I should promote that for her. Okay. Uh, Right now she's organizing a... uh. Like a, a rock the youth vote thing for, um, uh, like for to get out the Democratic vote and to get Trump out of office and had all these Democratic people in it and blah, 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 blah. Right. And, um, she, um, she's super left. Here's the twist Nina McEntee's little brother is a man by the name of John McEntee, okay? And you can look him up, but he was Donald Trump's bag man. 
And what I mean is, remember, you ever seen the show Veep? There's that guy who's always around her and he has all the stuff and carries all her things. And it's like basically um, her body guy, man, I think body man or bag. Man, I can't remember what they're called. He's the guy that's with the president a hundred, you know, all day on um, the West Wing. It was Dulé Hill played uh, President Bartlett's bag man. Uh, like basically is his personal assistant, right? John McEntee was that guy. He had to get fired because there was some sort of weird gambling controversy, right? And, but Trump loved him. In fact, um, Trump kept him on the payroll uh, through like the, you know, Trump 2020, right? And now he's like running, like, look him up. You can Google him, right? And of course, now I rub that in Mercedes face that I was right about this Nina McEntee and that whole McEntee family. And I don't like it. Look, that's how close we are to Trump. Somebody that I don't like. And I, I was a good judge from the beginning, right? I was a good judge from the beginning. And I don't like this John McEntee. And I don't like this Nina McEntee. I don't like any of the McEntees. Okay. And it makes sense that they're all buddy, buddy with this Donald Trump. Okay. That's, that's the kind of people there. Anyway. So, Cut to high school now, and I go to an all-boys Catholic high school, and Mercedes goes to the sister all-girls Catholic school called Rosary. So when we would do the musicals, uh, she would uh, be, you know, she would be in the musical. The Rosary girls would be in musicals, and the Servite boys would be in the music. Well, the gay guys at Servite would be in the musicals. That's how I met John Paul. We'll get to John Paul in a later episode. Well, uh, my sophomore year, her freshman year, we were doing West Side Story, and I was cast in the role of Chino, okay, cast in the role of Chino, and she was just uh, uh, Maria Understudy slash chorus girl, right? And actually, in a strange turn of events, in, in the dance at the gym, which is a scene in West Side Story, she was partnered up with John Paul. John Paul was her partner at the dance at the gym. So what happens is in the musical, um, there's a big entrance with Maria and her, and, uh, I, well, I'm Maria's date and Tony, Chino is Maria's date and Tony and I'm sorry, Bernardo and, and Anita, uh, I'm not going to explain the character. Bernardo and Anita, Tony and, and then Chino and Maria walk into the dance. It's a big entrance, right? So I walk in and then they have the, the, the battle, the dance battle at the gym. And while that's happening, Maria and I are standing off to the side and behind me, okay, behind me are the chorus people, right? Well, when um, Riff and I don't know what his girlfriend's name is in the West Side Story, when they're doing their big dance number at the dance at the gym, you know, obviously the sharks don't like that, okay? So Maria was a shark. I mean, Mercedes was a shark. And so she's standing behind me and she's like, She's in doing her mom. She's doing an impression of her mom. So she's doing a Cuban accent. Even She's like, oh, my God. Look at that girl. What a slut. Look at those legs. Oh, my God. What is she doing? What is? And I was like, I was laughing so hard that I couldn't hate her anymore. I thought she was so funny. And I was like, this bitch needs to be my friend. And so we became friends. Uh, I'm, I, it's funny. I thought I, was, I thought I was not going to be able to fill the time with these stories and we haven't even gotten through high school yet, but Mercedes, uh, and maybe, you know, maybe it's good. We ended at high school for now because there are other characters in this that are very important that form what is derisively called by the other kids in the theater program as the click, which includes myself, Mercedes, Liz, Katie, and Jen are the click. 
and we are the both the popular kids in the theater program, but also uh, reviled. Uh, it seems that seems to follow me wherever I go because the same thing at Pride 48 and all that jazz. I'm the mean girl. I never see myself as the mean girl, but I'm seen as the mean girl. And I was seen as the mean girl in the theater program. But Mercedes, myself, Liz, Jen, and Katie, we were known as the clique in the theater program. And that is how I met Mercedes. Uh, and I think it's probably best that I bring in Liz in a later episode. And then Jen and Katie can be one. Because it, 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 to be honest with you, it's like Liz and Mercedes had a separate friendship with me. And then they have a separate friendship with Katie and Jen. And so they're, even though we were all in the same group, it was really Jay, Ken and, Jen and Katie were friends of friends, to be honest with you. But it was still a group. And then Liz and Mercedes were the centers of said group. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of uh, This Job of Tance. Uh, I like this new thing where I talk about my friends and you sort of get an insight in our history and who they are and how we know each other. Uh, if you like it, drop me a line at jobatans at afterthought.media. Let me know. Or say it on Discord. You know, mention it on Discord. That, uh, you know what channel? This Jobatans. And it's right here on Afterthought Media.